Hello, and welcome to another episode of This is the Greatest Song I've Ever Heard in My Entire Life, a podcast about the music we love and why we love it. I'm Scott Antaronte, and joining me, as always, Catherine Moore. Catherine, how's it going? Hey, Scott, it's going good. Uh, we're going to talk about our end-of-year picks today, so I'm really excited to talk about that with you. Yes, it's always fun to look back at our year in review. 2023, it went so fast. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know, I cannot believe. But here we are. We're going into 2024 and whatever that brings us. So, yeah. So if you listen to our year in review episode last year, we'll kind of follow the same format where we are drafting our top five songs and albums. Uh, so we'll go one by one. And like if Catherine picks a song, I can't pick a song from that same artist or album or obviously that same song. And we'll just kind of like hash it out like that. Yeah. And probably throw in a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah, a lot of honorable mentions. There's always so much music. There also might be a game that we'll have to play in between the two segments. So when we get to that, I'll let you know more details. Yeah, you teased the game to me. I have no idea what you're playing. Yeah, this is always fun when I just spring something on you and you have to like go along with it. So we're going to try that today, too. And of course, (laughs) the most important thing is that we want you to vote on who does a better yeah. job drafting. Whose list is better. I, I didn't double check, but I'm pretty positive you won last year, like, by a lot. I definitely did, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if you can keep that we up. We'll find out. That's why we need you all to vote. So go to our Instagram stories when this comes out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so Catherine, should we just jump right into it? Yeah, you um, let me go first last year for songs. So I'm going to let you go first this year for songs. So we're going to start with songs. Okay. And you're going to go first, and then I get to go first for albums, if that works for you. That's perfect. So, Scott, what is the song that made you scream, this is the greatest song I've heard all year? I've got to go with From the Start by Leve. She's so perfect, blah, 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 oh, how I wish you'll wake up one day. Run to Love it. What an incredible song. Cute little bossa nova pop song. Yeah, she's great. But yeah, from the start, which I feel like is fitting as a first pick. Yeah, love it. Very thematic. All right, Catherine, what about you? What is the greatest song you've heard all year? My number one pick is Angel by Pink Panthers, the song that she did for the Barbie soundtrack. up on my Spotify wrapped that was a song that was made this year I had a lot of other songs that were not made this year first but I don't know what it is about it but I just I think this is such an interesting song it has a little like fiddle and it has her Mm -hmm. like brand of lyricism and just kind of all fits together so well and I just love it so that's my number one pick she's just like a really interesting artist I think her sound is so cool that kind of like indie bedroom pop sound but this sort of like fast-paced trip-hop beat kind of thing it's really it's cool okay so what is your second pick number two I'm going with and this I feel like might be a blow to you I'm gonna take Chapel Roan off the board and go with Red Wine Supernova as my second No, pick. Scott, that was what I was going to pick for my second song. I literally, I literally <laughs> have it as my second song. Okay, that was, that was a boon. Good job. It's so good. I love the sort of like 90s vibes. It like 
in certain parts almost sounds like that Four Non Blondes What's Up song. Yep. And the lyrics, like the, I heard you like magic. I've got a wand and a rabbit. I mean, come on. I heard it first when we were in Nashville. We saw her live and she played this. It was like before it came out as a single. Mm -hmm. And when she sang that lyric, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, this is it for me. (laughs) I love that line. And the whole like call and response that she does with her band during it too is like so fun. And oh, it's just such a good song. Yeah. So I'm sorry. That really was my number two. But instead, my number two is going to be Nobody Gets Me by SZA. I want to say that SZA counts for 2023 because her record came out last year after everyone did their 2022 list. So everyone else, including like Pitchfork and Rolling Stone, are counting it as a 2023 album. So I will do the same. So Nobody Gets Me is my favorite song from SOS and was my most on repeat from SZA this year. So I just love that song. Okay. I think we're fudging the numbers a little. It came out December 9th of last year. It's not super late. All but, I'm you know, saying is that right. every single music publication that I Googled <laughs> had it as right, part of their right. 2023 list. So I'm calling it okay. Okay. Our contemporaries okay, at okay. Rolling Stone <laughs> said it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... Gosh, I've got so many songs lined up here. I think I'm gonna go number three, Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Okay, good song. Such a great album with like so many great songs, but this, which was like one of the single before the full album came out, yeah. it's just so good. And like the whole ending where it sort of switches up and the three of them together and great yeah. album, boy genius. It's such a fun, or not, I shouldn't say fun is the wrong word for that album. It's such a, yeah. <laughs> it's such a good album. I think it encompasses their super group status really well. So um, I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, okay. My next song is kind of a weird one. It's a Spotify single mm-hmm. cover uh, that Lizzie McAlpine did. It's a little bit of everything. I want a little bit of everything. The biscuits and the beans. It's a Dawes cover, and oh, she yeah. released that this year along with her Spotify single for Ceilings, which is like her big hit that was on TikTok and everything. And Ceilings is great, but that came out last year, so I can't talk about that. I've never heard the Dawes song before she came out with this cover of it, but it is yeah. the lyrics are so freaking heartbreaking and just amazing. And the way that she sings it is, as always, just incredible. So it's, again, a little bit of a dark horse of a pick, but that was my number three. Um, I just loved it so much. Wow. I'll keep two trends going. One is the sad, heartbreaking <laughs> trend. The other is it being a song from Barbie. I'm going to go with What Was I Made mm. For, the Billie Eilish yep. song from the Barbie soundtrack. Okay, can I like 
do a little tangent. Of course. Please <laughs> to, do. To explain. Yeah. Okay. And this is going to be like a little name droppy, but whatever. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. So Mitski, you know, we went to college together. We're friends. Starting in college and continuing to this day, sometimes infrequently, um, we record a Christmas album every year. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is like we do a full Christmas album in one day and whatever we were able to record. Mm-hmm. So the first volume of this, we were talking about it and my friends and I were like, oh, it'd be really great if we could get like Mitski to do a really like, you know, Mitski-fied <laughs> sort of cover of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas with this very dramatic, sad piano. And we told Told her this and she was like you know i really resent that <laughs> i'm being pigeonholed <laughs> but then she like did it and it's like exact i mean it's incredible you can find it online yeah. if you want so all of that is to say i feel like this billy eilish song is like a parody of what a billy eilish song about a barbie doll would be yeah. <laughs> but it's so good yeah did you see their recent video feature they did i think variety might have done it talking about the writing of this song oh i did not she and fit were saying that it's like a little bit different to write a song when somebody's asking you to and you're kind of auditioning for this spot. Mm-hmm. So she was saying that it was kind of like you have to be, yeah, like kind of a meme of yourself or like a brand of yourself to put that out <laughs> yes, and say like, yeah. this is the Billie Eilish like <laughs> song that we're going to write. It's like really interesting. So I think you hit the nail on the head with that too. And it's such a good song. Yeah. It's the Grammy, the Academy Award. They're all hers to lose. So I'm hoping... Absolutely. That we get some good outcomes from those upcoming award shows for her. Yeah. So that was my number four. Okay, so speaking of Mitski and maybe not pigeonholing her, um, I would like to say my number four song is The Frost by Mitski. showed it to me for the first time it was just after Mm -hmm. her album came out and i hadn't listened to it front to back yet and i think you said like like we talked about it for maybe one of our picks of song of the week or something and the first second that i listened to it i was like first of all wait this is a mitski song because like her sound on this album is a little bit more like country inspired which i just hadn't heard from Mm -hmm. her before but the start of this, that's like this, I want to say it's like a slide guitar or something like that, that just yeah, is like yeah. very country Western, but in like a oldies way almost. And then just her vocals, her lyrics on this. I just, I think it's like the perfect song. So I have been listening to it nonstop. It's so good. So yeah, my number four is The Frost by Nitsky. That's awesome. I definitely had, you know, My Love, Mine, All Mine on the on the list. So Yeah, and just the fact that that song is blowing up on TikTok, it's like a global yeah. Spotify top 50 song is just, it's amazing. I just love seeing what um, some of this new media can do with different artists. So that's really cool. Okay, this is so... It's stressful. There's so many good songs, and I am going to list a lot of honorable mentions. But for number five, I have to go with another sad one. Will Anybody Ever Love Me by Sufjan Stevens. Which 
is so heartbreaking given especially the context that he sort of added to it after the song and album was released you know for someone whose personal life has always sort of been floating in the background of his career that he doesn't talk about basically ever this song it's so much more personal and confessional and it's so heartbreaking and and also beautiful and weird in the way that like only he can do so it's yeah it's got to be will anybody yeah, ever love man me? that's a sad top five but it's very indicative i, I think it's good <laughs> all right so mine i'm going to end on a little bit more of a positive note it's feather by sabrina carpenter from her deluxe version of nice. emails i can't send <laughs> This is just such a earworm in a great way. Incredible pop song. So that is my number five. So good. Let's hear your honorable mentions. Okay, real fast, some weird ones. Honestly, like, Have You Heard of Christmas by Matt Rogers is just unbelievable. On a similar note, No One Understands from the Dix the Musical (laughs) soundtrack, I think is so good and so funny. Cubic Zirconia by Katie Kirby, Hope You're Happy Now by Bethany Cosentino. Mm -hmm. Of course, like, Get Him Back by Olivia Rodrigo. The Peach by Michelle. Oh, yeah. Uh, So so many songs. I also had I Believe by Caroline Polachek, Don't Do Me Good, Maddie Diaz featuring Casey Musgraves, Vertigo, Griff, Get Him Back I also had, and then the Zach Bryan, Casey Musgraves, I Remember Everything, also so good. So yeah, yeah, that does it for our best songs. All right, Scott, so I have a little bit of a game for you. On the show, we talk a lot about people's music taste and their favorite songs, of course, the greatest song they've ever heard in their entire life. So I thought there's going to be some like A-list celebrities that probably won't be guests on our show and also have done interviews about what the greatest songs of all time are. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a quiz of famous people's favorite songs. And you're going to have to guess whose favorite song it is. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. Like matching Well, I'm going to give you four choices and you're going to tell me whose favorite song it is. Okay. 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 So out of these four choices, whose favorite song is God Only Knows by the Beach Boys? Is it Rod Stewart? Is it Paul McCartney? Is it Ringo Starr? Or is it Elton John? Do you have any guesses? I do, because as a huge Brian Wilson and Beach Boys (laughs) fan, I do know that this is Paul McCartney. Okay, wow, yeah, that must be a well-publicized thing, but... Yeah. Okay, this next one also might be pretty obvious, but we'll find out. So maybe I'll just ask you and then see if you can get it without any choices first. Ooh, okay, okay. So whose favorite song is You're So Vain by Carly Simon? Oh, that's Taylor Swift. It is Taylor Swift, you're right. I was going to give you a few of her contemporaries as options, but that is Taylor Swift. Okay, this one's going to be a little bit harder. Okay. Whose favorite song is Buddy Holly by Weezer? Is it Daniel Radcliffe? Is it Elijah Wood? Is it Rupert Grint or is it Orlando Bloom? <laughs> wow, those options. Okay, Buddy Holly. Ooh, um, I look just like Buddy. Wow, I'm totally just guessing yep. based on nothing. I'm gonna go Rupert Grint. Wrong. It's his. It's his co-actor Daniel Radcliffe's favorite song. Wow. Can you picture him listening to that's that? So I don't think I can, but that's fine. <laughs> I. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. He's a certain age, you know? True. This one we're going to flip on its head a little bit. And I'm going to ask you, what is Gordon Ramsay's favorite song? I have four (laughs) options for you. So (laughs) famous chef Gordon Ramsay. This is a great game. Thank you. So we have four options. The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. 
Happy by Pharrell okay. Williams, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, <laughs> or Yellow by Coldplay. Oh my gosh. Wow. I feel like happy is too weird of a choice for you to have made it up. I'm going to go happy by Pharrell. It's actually yellow by Coldplay, which I think is also a a crazy option. That is his favorite song. It was all yellow. When did he say this? I have no idea, but it's in a lot of lists. Okay, I have one more part of the quiz. This is a little bit niche. Okay. So, Scott, we're in a group chat with three other people. Name those three people for me. This is not a quiz. It's just part of the game. Hannah, Angela, and Nicole. Yes. And so I okay. asked them, what is their greatest favorite song of all time? Although they both they all answered as this is their favorite song of the moment. They weren't willing to give me the greatest song of all time. Okay. But I'm going to tell you the three songs, and you're going to match it up to the three people that you and I oh, are wow, in Wow, this chat is so with. insider. Okay, I okay. love this. So the first one is... <laughs> What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish, which we talked about. The second is Hits Different by Taylor Swift. And the third is Colors by Halsey. Okay, this I think is actually easy. I'll just say all three and then you can tell me if I'm right. Billie Eilish was Angela, Hits Different was Hannah, and Halsey was Nicole. You got Nicole right. The others are flipped. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Wow. You you got Nicole right on the though. So yeah, that's, she should be that's proud easy. that her brand is strong. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. I hope. That was okay, so, so fun. Okay, so let's switch over to our favorite albums of 2023. Okay, so now you get to go first in the draft. So yes, I do. Catherine, what is... The album that made you scream, this is the greatest (laughs) album I've ever heard this entire year, or whatever. We're fudging the rules a little bit, like you said, but it is S.O.S. by SZA. I think front to back, an incredible, incredible album. She pulls from... Her previous work, which is, of course, The Incomparable Control from 2017, but also makes uh, a new, fresh record that has so many elements that never get, like, tired or outdated, even on this longish kind of album. I think the Phoebe Bridgers feature is incredible. I think her solo work is incredible, but her features on this album are also just great. So that is my number one album of the year. Very cool. Scott, what's your first top pick? Yeah, I'm going to start with one that might be surprising, or maybe not. I don't know. With Love From by Ali and AJ. Love it. After all. It's just really great. You know, something that like not enough people are talking about. So I just want to throw it out there as my album of the year. They really like found their sound, I feel. So I think that's a great representation of kind of their new era of their musical sound. Totally. All right. All right. My number two, I'm going to take away from you maybe. The Rise and Fall of a Midwest Princess by Chapel Roan is my second favorite album of this year. like maybe half or three quarters of the songs as singles before, but the new song she has on her record and then just, you know, the the cohesion of just a really fun queer pop album is front to back, no skips record for me. So that was my number two of the year. Yeah, that's a great one. Obviously, yeah, that was that's floating on my list. So I'm glad someone picked it. <laughs> 
I'm going to go number two back to Sufjan Stevens with Javelin. Which, you know, like I said, it's just really interesting and personal for him with like a lot of different kinds of sounds and styles in the way that he typically does. And um, it's just really great. So Javelin. Yeah, really, really incredible, sad record, but just I love <laughs> yeah. the body of work that he did this year. It was amazing. Okay, my number three is Desire, I Want to Turn Into You, Ooh. Caroline Polachek. Yep. A little bit of a departure from what I knew her from before in terms of I think she's kind of just pushing the production boundaries a little bit on this album, but it never fails for me. And her voice is still one of my favorite voices in pop music and maybe music overall. Like I think she's an incredible voice. So that is my number three pick. What's yours? Yeah, that was definitely going to be my next pick. So oh, um, I'm being strategic with albums, I guess. I didn't know. No, that. it's good. It's good. Okay, I'm gonna go Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet. Which also is, it's very different for her. You know, a lot of her other albums explored this sort of fantasy, sci-fi, Afrofuturism. This is like very much just like a summer party fun album, which is really cool. Yeah. It's got this very cohesive, like songs bleed together kind of style. And it's all just great and very sexy. And <laughs> the age of pleasure. It's what we deserve in 2023, for real. Exactly, yeah. All right, yeah. number four, I realize that I have a lot of past guests on this list, and that's not to be a suck-up. I think it's just actually that we have on people <laughs> on our podcast yeah. that we like. So my number four was Amain, The Nomad's Dream by Burhana. Nice. Very good. I love albums that are, you can tell they're a body of work rather than kind of singles, if that makes sense. And so mm -hmm. this one, Absolutely. again, I think does a lot of transitions really well, which I really enjoy. And um, I think the production is really cool and the lyrics are really awesome. So that was my number four. Very cool. Um, I'm going to go back to Boy Genius with The Record as my number four pick. Lovely. But we don't have to talk about it. I can walk you home and practice method acting up. It's just, it's great. All three of them are so cool. They sound great together. Yeah. Really good songs. Rock and roll, baby. Yeah. How do you feel about them potentially doing a hiatus after this and going back to their solo stuff? That's what they said they were going to do. I think that's great. Like, I think that's what they should be doing. Like, I love all of their solo stuff, especially Lucy. Yeah. And so like, yeah, like they should absolutely keep doing their own thing and then come back every, every couple of years and do another boy genius album. Yeah. And I'll be, I'll <laughs> we'll be, be ready fed. for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. My last one on the list is <laughs> another fast guest. I'm sorry. It's the land is inhospitable. And so are we by Mitski. Nice. Mama 
Like we talked about when I brought up the Frost, I think the sound in this album just proves that she can really do no wrong with different genres or different types of music and um, combining her voice with slightly different influences in this record is just a dream. So I loved listening to this album this year and that is my number five pick. Very cool. Okay. Um, It's so hard. I've yeah. got like three that are right in line, but... <laughs> I think I'll go with Bewitched by Leve. Just because it's so it's so unique, you know, it's yep. this old school lush orchestral pop album in a way that like doesn't get made anymore yep. and you know I struggle with thinking that her whole thing is really cheesy or incredible and I think like that's fine yeah. you know it could be both yeah <laughs> so I, I sent this album to my dad who we are our music taste did not uh, cross that much but this one I thought yeah. he would really like because he really likes a vocal that's supported by like you said kind of those lush strings and and feels yeah. jazzy in some respects and that sort of thing too so i think it's a great album to have on around the holidays too is what i've been playing it yeah totally so those are my five yeah my honorable mentions briefly um self-titled by zach bryan heaven knows by pink mm-hmm. panthers I have to shout out the AREP by Addison Ray. I think it's really incredible pop music, and that's Hell not a yeah. joke. <laughs> um, Red Moon and Venus by Kaliukas, and Something to Give Each Other by Troy Sivan. I love. I just loved that album, even beyond oh, some of yeah. the singles that yeah. he had, and it's a really fun uh, queer album. So yeah, yeah. Okay, I've got a few. Natural Disaster by past guest Bethany Cosentino. <laughs> the Long Way by past guest John Allison Weiss. <laughs> we love that we love the people we, we have. We love on. the people we have on. What Matters Most by Ben Folds, The Loveliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen, mm. of course. Yeah. Paul McCarthy by Mike Viola. Everything Harmony by the Lemon Twigs and Growing at the Edges by Mutual Benefit. Um, those are just some, some other... Some of these I have not heard of, so I'm going to have to go and do some deep dives here. Yeah, check them yeah. out. All right, so as is our tradition, now that we've done this for the second year in a row, <laughs> we end the episode by picking our favorite song pick that one of our guests picked. So what is the favorite song pick that you yes. had, Scott, from all of the great picks that our guests had this year? So many good ones, but I think... I think I gotta go with Dancing Queen uh, by ABBA as picked by Alex Anwanter, the Chilean pop star yeah. who we had on, who was so great. And like, Dancing Queen, it's obvious, but it's so yep. good. It's just one of those, like, it's a classic yeah. for a reason. And uh, I'm so glad we got to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, so. I loved I loved what he said about it, too. So go back and listen if you haven't. But it's a fun episode. Yeah. I was between two, and that was the one I decided not to go with. So I'm glad we're not overlapping here. Okay. I think I, I, think I know okay, which one you're going to pick. Who's, whose episode was it? It's the one right after the Claude episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, it was Claude's pick of Call Your Girlfriend by Robin. Robin is yeah. one of my all-time favorite artists. And so... Yeah, between Dancing Queen and Call Your Girlfriend, like, you can't go wrong with either of those picks. And 
all of the other amazing songs that we had on this year. So go check them out. Yeah, I thought this was, you know, I was like looking back at the songs that were picked this year compared to last year, and there were a lot more songs by... It, like like less major artists, you know? Yeah. We had a lot of songs by like smaller artists or less popular songs yep. from big artists, which I think is really cool because, you know, obviously like we, we can't plan that out. We just invite interesting guests and yeah. they're going to pick whatever song they want to pick. But I think it was cool that we got like a lot of variety, especially, you know, you mentioned Burhana and like him picking the Ethiopian song from the 70s, like yep. this instrumental track, like... That's so cool that that's part of our canon and like yeah. everyone should go check it out. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of great um, things we had in 2023. We have some incredible guests lined up for 2024 as well. So, we're excited to go into the new year with you all. And yeah, thank you all for listening this year. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone who listened, everyone who came on the show, everyone who has shared it or left a rating and review. We really, really appreciate it. We're so looking forward to next year and everything that we're going to be able to share with you. So if you want to get in touch with us, find us on social media at Great Song Pod. That's GR number eight Song Pod on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or email at greatsongpod at gmail.com. Um, and of course, go there to vote on who has the better picks for albums and songs. Yeah, it's a kind um, of because a Because that's up. what's really important here. It is yeah. a competition. So <laughs> it's a toss up this year. We'll see who Music pick. is about winning. <laughs> at least that's what I always yeah. say. So Talk to you next time. And year. happy holidays and happy new year, everyone. I guess that's fine, right? We could just end it like that.